Double double witness in trouble. Molly talks and Dreyfus redoubles. Jenny kicks the bullies back. Then the witches do attack. It's season four, episode two, in plain sight of Sleepy Hollow. Let's go. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. House. She's Matty Matty. She got a glamour hanging out. It's a witch. Uh, witch house. House. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, thank you for tuning in to the Sleepy Hollow After Show here on After Buzz TV. We are talking Season 4, Episode 2 of Sleepy Hollow, titled In Plain Sight. Basically talking about glamours and stuff, which is yeah. fairly common in witchcraft. Yes, yes. It's, it's, it's pretty common. You know, they have to hide their uh, their age. You know, they got to, you know, help themselves out, spruce themselves up a bit when they go out in public. Um, and uh, sometimes when they go in public, they have to uh, take a couple people out. And when you take people Witch. out, it's never good. House. Especially when you're in a bar. Especially when you're in a bar. Uh, guys, <laughs> of course, joining me today is the fantastic Michael Young. What's up, guys? How you doing? You can check me out on internet and all the interwebs and all the social places at one youngster, which is O A N E Y O U N G S T A. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux. That's S T B H N L E M I E U X. Okay, let's go ahead and fade out this music. Talking about the witch house. Let's get to it. <laughs> talking about the witch house. Uh, talking about. Um, all right, so let's break down the good before we break down the bad. Okay, is that cool? Yeah. So. So the good. The good. We have a story starting to come together. Yes. So yes, we, we have, so the overarching theme right now is that Dreyfus is collecting these pieces. <laughs> we now know that they're not all coin-shaped. They're all like different Yeah, and they kind of artifacts. fit to something. They are the division. So I yes. think uh, we find out that Washington had this big project called the division that must yeah. succeed. Um, I think the division is referencing the fact that they divided the pieces and spread them out yeah. in different places. Um, Washington put... Something to guard each piece. Yes. Which, you know, usually you'd put something like that's good, you know, like a good thing to guard each piece, like they yeah. guarded the library with uh, Hamilton. Um, but no, so basically <laughs> Booth was there to guard the piece in Lincoln's head. Yes. The witches were there to guard this piece that they just got. Yes. And now we have this kind of thing where Dreyfus, or Dreyfus, however you want to pronounce it, is... Gathering all these pieces together to the point of being a somewhat Power Rangers comical villain, um, <laughs> but at the same time threatening people in Washington yes. to get what he wants so he can do... We don't know at this point. Now, I did like that. Yeah. I did like... It showed a little bit more of Dreyfus's, uh, or Dreyfus's ruthlessness, I guess you could say. You know, he was saying, you know, when they dig something up, they might dig up your body. I was like, oh! cool we're seeing how ruthless this guy is you know we're seeing how you know powerful he is um he's not afraid to openly threaten people in public especially a you know a a senator i think he was i guess the guy was a senator so a governor a senator so we got to see a little bit more of the evilness rounded him out a little bit i thought that was pretty cool He's um, just Lex Luthor. Yeah, but I mean, we got a little bit more. It was more than yeah. a phone call like, you might end up dead, and then he ends up dead. So at least we saw a little more acting. You know, we got a little more of his his ruggedness. Uh, you know, that was, it was cool. Yeah, I mean, I think, 
I think the problem is we keep seeing these things, but nothing tying them in on the end. Yeah. Like, uh, last week we could have gotten something that showed that he's a little bit more evil than he is. This yeah. week we could have seen that senator's body being found or something. Yeah. Uh, or something along those lines. Something more of a threat than the words. Um... Or even revealing magic. I don't know. Uh, that's fine though. I'm down with uh, I'm down with the storyline they're kind of putting together. Where, okay, it's very simple. He's collecting puzzle pieces to the Armageddon yes. device. I guess is what it is. Um, but he's also using evil against the witnesses because he apparently has a very good understanding of what the witnesses are. Yes, he ha- he has to know that in some way, shape, or form they can or they're supposed to stop him or stop someone who's trying to do this. So maybe he's trying to, like, hurry up and get them while they don't know who he is so he can finish his division plot. Yeah. So, well, he doesn't want to finish the division. Well, yeah, sorry. He wants to get, the, I guess, the pieces for his own you know, Uses. devices or whatever. But yeah. I still wonder if he's the one behind it or if it's his butler dude who's using him. Hmm. Because this really feels like the strain, which you have the master working for Eldritch Palmer, but then... Yeah, I mean, you're right. I don't know, not to throw in another show here, but that's kind of what it reminds me of. So I think Devil Dude is definitely using Rich Guy more than Rich Guy, more than Dreyfus realizes. I think Dreyfus is going to get knocked out of the picture as soon as That would be a cool. That would be a cool scene. You know, see him die by the the Devil Guy's hands yeah. and you know not see it coming and hopefully it'll be a good payoff to where he dies like horribly and like we get to see it on screen. Or he doesn't die and there's something maybe they're lovers or something. I don't know. Um, so that's kind of the overarching story. What we have going on is we have her daughter, uh, Molly Thomas. Mm-hmm. Her daughter's still not talking, but then Ichabod's in the car with Ta- with Diana and sees her phone lock screen, yeah. which is a girl from a prophetic dream that he has mm-hmm. because Jenny was using the singing bowl to try to yeah. stir into him an awakening of prophecy yeah and when i saw that i was like i knew it and like once they show her drawing his picture i was like i knew it i was like but at least they're not making us to make us making us wait too long you know to figure it out they're just like okay here she's the witness here it is like in episode two so i'm like cool we can move along we can get to it and we don't have to like they're not gonna like hold it over our heads like we don't know do you think she really is though I mean, all signs point to it. I mean, he's seeing her in his dreams. She saw him, immediately knew him. Uh, she's, you know, she's speaking again. Uh, and the witnesses' powers are doubled when they're together, so yeah. they're speaking. Yeah, makes sense. So it's, and now it's like she's all super cured, and she was talking about, she felt like uh, um, a shadow was over hers and stuff like that. So it seems like she's been awakened, you know, in some type of way. So I'm like, at least we got it. At least we got it. Maybe we'll get a protect the child type storyline. Maybe, you know, have like a golden child or something like that. I don't know. I mean, golden child, pretty cool movies. Check it out. But <laughs> Stephen's like, no. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe we'll get, you know, something like that with her. And, you know, it'll work out. And... It's a Jackie Chan movie, isn't it? Uh, golden Child? Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I'm mixing them up. But still. I mean, you know, protect the child. Because she can't fight. I mean, well, maybe, maybe she's got skills, but I doubt it. So that's, that's the thing that's like super weird about choosing a child as the next witness. Yes. Is that like, you're now going to give a child a crossbow and like guns and stuff like that's, I mean, that's yeah. kind of where we're heading. Yeah. And Robin, like characters like Robin, like little kids that go in to fight crime only work in comics because 
you don't really get to see the like live action danger. Like if you were to put, you know, something like that, like a kid that's 12 ish, mm-hmm. he's around 12, you know, in the line of fire of like ghosts, demons, werewolves, whatever. That's kind of irresponsible as an adult. I mean, I, I can see where it <laughs> adds irresponsible. It adds in another dimension to the writing. Yeah. A little bit uh, with the situations that they can play with. That's mm-hmm. more like, okay, instead of having a cop and Ichabod can just follow the cop anywhere, now he has a kid that he's dragging around or might be dragging around or the mom's preventing him from dragging around when the kid's like, Ichabod, come pick me up from school. We got to go fight evil. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really hoping that she is not the witness. I'm really hoping that she's not the witness because yeah. the payoff is so quick that. I kind of don't care. Like, that... I mean, that's... I, I hate to sound that harshly, but, like, if I had known this character, or at least when they introduced her, we got a flashback of what she was like before she stopped talking. Like, they showed her at school, like, playing, being really friends with the same girls who bullied her this episode. Okay. Like, if it showed her as friends with them last episode, and then, like, showed the moment where she, like, drops her lunch tray and just stops talking randomly, then I'd be more like... Okay. Okay, yeah. it's really sad because now her previous friends are bullying her because they think she's doing yeah, this. Yeah, they did bring that on and pretty now, fast. Yeah, and now like yeah. now she's talking <laughs> again, and you're like, it's not even like hello, Ichabod Crane. I'm so and so, or I had a vision of so and so. It's just hello, and now she's talking normally, and she might not know anything. It just might be weird. I I like her more as a compass. Like I think it'd be interesting mm. to have her more of a compass. The other thing that I'd be pretty interested in is I know they're trying to ditch a lot of the previous series and storylines, mm-hmm. but I think it'd be really interesting if it wasn't the next witness, but it was somebody related to Ichabod, whether it's like a soul fragment from Katrina or from Henry Parrish, his son. Because oh. I think... okay. Just something because, like, right now we're assuming it's the witness because she was drawing pictures of Ichabod yeah. because it happened along a timeline. But I'm thinking that, like, there's so many other characters that are connected to him in a certain way. That now is his son, or I guess their son, coming back later yeah, this I think season. He is. So maybe you know, and see, we don't know how he's going to be when he comes back. Like, because last time we saw him, he was sort of redeemed, kind of sort redeemed. of redeemed. But like, that's the thing is that. You know, is Abby going to necessarily try to attach her soul to a child? Like, that's the I thing. Don't is, see it. Like, I don't see the next witness being a child unless they were born the witness. So I don't, I just don't see it. So that's why I'm kind of mm. thinking, okay, this is somebody related to Ichabod, and Dreyfus is still looking for the witness. Okay, okay. Because I don't think it's a little girl. I, I mean, I might be totally wrong, and the writers are just like, we're going to do this thing really obviously and just get yeah, over it. Yeah, I think... I hate to say it, but the the I'm writers giving them of too this much show right now. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're making either the writers or the producers or the showrunner more. I guess more layers to yeah, giving them more layers than I think they deserve. Well, um, not that it is, that they're going for because yeah, it might they're be going a bigger though. story yeah. than they're yeah going for that doesn't have anything to necessarily do with that. Yeah, I don't think they're. I don't think they're that deep on this girl character. They're like. They're just like, Crap, she's we, a new witness. We got rid of Nicole Bahari. How do we get another witness that it, people don't hate? We'll make it a kid. We'll make it a kid. You can't hate a kid. Not <laughs> true. Have you seen the strength? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you can hate a kid. But he's he's a little older, but you can, you can hate a kid. Now, speaking of hating kids, uh, Jenny was about to 
kicked those little girls in the chest <laughs> for bullying Molly. And I thought that was pretty cool because, I'm going to be honest, there are some kids out there that deserve a kick or two. But in this case, they showed pretty quickly that Molly's, I guess, not affliction, but her silence has brought her, you know, ridicule. It was pretty fast. But at least we had Jenny come in and kind of like protect her, you know, you know, you got got the bullies off her back and kind of introduced herself in a roundabout way. Uh, you know, Miss Thomas wasn't too happy about it, but you know, what can you do? She was protecting her daughter. What if it's something like Molly is the future mother of the witness? And it's kind of just like because Ichabod mm. survived, he's got that connection and knows to protect her or something like that. Okay. So okay. it's more of a long game that the witness won't come around for another long time because of these things, but hmm. he's drawn as a protector while she grows up. Okay. And then you get kind of like a Terminator thing. Like she's oh my John God. Connor. We're getting such a Terminator <laughs> thing next episode. Did you guys see this? Okay, yeah, sorry yeah. to rush into the scene. Yeah, let's go in and talk about that. Yeah. But okay, so Headless Horseman's back, which yes. is cool. He gets a head, which is cool. But then he turns into the fucking Terminator from Terminator 2. He literally gets on a motorcycle. The yes. same cop outfit yes. and the same kind of thing of like lifting a kebab up by one hand. He's literally the Terminator from Terminator 2 in the next episode. It, it was the end of this episode when you just see a random, well, not even a random dude. It's a body just riding a horse. And he's like, like this trucker drives by. He's like, uh. It's like Washington, <laughs> D.C., 200 miles. You're yeah, like, right. God. It's like, so where is he at? Is he in Virginia or is he in Maryland? Is I guess I shouldn't even ask those questions. But the, the drivers should probably, if I was a driver and I saw that, I'd probably pull over and be like, it's time for me to rest. I, I've probably been driving a little too long. Maybe I've been drinking a little too much coffee. If I was supposed to be like, like drinking a little too much Wait, what? <laughs> drinking a little too much coffee. Something is wrong where I'm seeing a guy riding the horse down the street, no head, and a shotgun around his back. And you know you're not in uh, <laughs> Cuba. Yeah, you know you're not in Cuba. It's like, maybe I should pull over to a rest stop. And, and it was just funny. It was just so, like, Headless was riding the horse so, like, casually. Like, yeah, that's what I do. I would have liked I to just see, horses. like, random, like, earbuds just hanging down there. <laughs> <laughs> like, he doesn't have ears. A little travel music. There's still, like, Grateful Dead playing. Yeah. <laughs> little travel music, you know what I mean? But it's... We'll, it'll be cool. I think we are going to get the uh, Protect the Child storyline. I think there's going to be what we get for the rest of the season. Um, I would, I'm interested to see if she's going to be like the, the bearer of the next witness kind of thing. But then, who knows? This could be a 20-year-long game, 20, 30 years. Who knows how long it's going to take for her to have a kid? Not, say, not saying that I'm just like, hurry up and have kids. But I'm just saying, like, who knows? I mean, you know... Ichabod's gonna have to stay around for a while because she's only like twelve. I mean, yeah, like I don't know. I don't know if they're actually gonna love, go that route. Date a little bit. It's it's, it's a lot, <laughs> but I don't think it's that deep. Unfortunately, yeah. Well, I feel like she's the witness, and we're gonna get a whole. I don't know how they're gonna put her. How they're gonna have her fight? Because, like I said, it's. She's a kid. You know, you can't really put her in this type of danger. Um, so I don't know what they're going to do with her with her character as a whole. 
Um, I'd be interested. Uh, are any people in the chat interested in or figuring out ways for her to fight evil while you know also taking math tests? Are there like are there people in the, in the chat that are like, hey, you know, she can fight evil like this because I'm like she's kind of little and she's not really athletic either. So SC 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 ification says or ification says as a messenger, uh, Molly could be a messenger or temporarily holding the witness gift. Uh, Jacob Albers, no, I'm not going to read that. <laughs> because you want to see the next witness as a love interest, somebody's questioning. Uh, Boo69B Boo says they mentioned Katrina in this episode, which they did. Uh, Ichabod talks about his history with witches. And uh, Michael B says, I think they're using the girl to get to the mom, which oh, okay. he doesn't like. Why not just make the mom the witness? Shane Daly says, yeah, it looks like he's a warlock or she's a witness. That will show Crane and her mom the way to fight evil. Uh, they're talking about Dreyf- Dreyfus being a warlock. Okay. Uh, Molly is 10 in the show. Okay, 10. All right. Um, well, Shane Daly says they also dropped the four horsemen in season one because they killed all of them other than Headless. Lisa Payne Chirico says Ichabod is aging, so if Molly is the mother of the next witness, who will take Ichabod's place? Um, mm. I don't think we'll get enough seasons to get that. Uh, Michael B <laughs> says, wait, did they send young Abby to deal with the demon from season one? I think... Something like that. It was like in a weird dream state, though. That yeah. wasn't like an actual thing. Somebody else said, save Molly, save the world. Hashtag heroes. Yes. <laughs> um, with Molly as the witness, it's new. It's fun. I like it a lot. Shane Daly likes it. Okay, uh, okay. Karen Drian says, there is always two witnesses, not one witness and one bearer of the next witness. So the kid probably is, but the kid won't work in that regard. And Sisification says, Diane could be the witness, but Molly is holding the power of the witness until she's ready. Interesting. Hmm. And then making, they also say making her a witch would be interesting. Like Molly's a witch. Okay, okay. Um, that's, that's interesting, seeing her as a witch. Hopefully she'd be a good witch. Hopefully she'd have powers, unlike a witch that we remember from maybe season two that did or slash didn't have powers. She kind of decided when she wanted powers. Yeah. Um, Katrina, like, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, she's a powerful witch. Cool. She's on the team. It's, everything's going to be great. It's going to be cool witch fighting. And then it's, it's, funny like, because, oh. it's funny because you take Katrina, who's like supposed to be super powerful and yeah. doesn't do anything, and she's like, oh, he gave birth to Henry, who's been locked in a box for 20 years, can't learn anything, and he's like super powerful. Yeah, he's got... Like all kinds of spells. Apparently, like, the box he was trapped in was just loaded with spells. Yeah, that's reading he material. He's like yeah. Mr. Glass. All he's got to do is read. Um, uh, Boosie can know. So Molly is a supernatural beacon. She attracts supernatural beings. I don't know. Um, that's an interesting point. I just really hope she's not the witness. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, you really don't want her to be a witness. <laughs> I have no qualms about her being part of the team. I think that's yeah. interesting to introduce a child to the team and have her have, his, have her uses. But I almost just feel like it's... There's only so many times you can bring a child in the thing and be, and be worrying about protecting her. Like, that's the thing. is like, yeah. Abby was just so badass on her own that, like, if she was on her own and Ichabod were on her own, you're not worrying. Yeah. This, it's just going to be constantly like, oh, Molly's on her own. Hope Ichabod yeah, can save her. Yeah, because it's kind of... A protect the child storyline works sort of in a movie. Like, you got Children of Men, you got Terminator, you got stuff like that. It works but in TV shows, but it's just, it only works be, so many times. Yeah, it'll be very long and drawn out, you know, because it's like you have 13, well, in this case, we have 11 now, um, 11 episodes where you're kind of like protect the kid over and over. But I mean, I guess they'll have a couple monsters of the week where they'll break that up. But yeah, I think uh, you can uh, take it to the bank. Molly is most likely your witness, um, <laughs> for better or for worse. All right, so that's the good. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, let's... All right, so... Well, there's one more good thing. I did like the scene in the end at the witch house. I, I did think there was a lot of good tension there. Um, it, it left quickly, but I did think there was some tension there. When they were kind of all there talking together as a team. Anita Ricketts like, said she is the witness confirmed by showrunner. But he's oh, messed with us so many times. True. Yeah. He's like, Headless isn't coming back. It's like, yeah, right. He's Come like, on. Yeah, he's, he'll be back. So um, uh, it's, I did think the the scene where they were together, it was uh, Ichabod, Jenny, and uh, Thomas in the house. When they were like, kind of like, um, you know, like looking in there before the witches came back. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty cool scene. And I thought there was some uh, some tension there when the witches first came back. Then the tension quickly left. But I did think that that was pretty cool. I, I did. I'll give them that. I I do think this episode was better than the first. I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, in I think, ways. I think they can hit their stride. Um, the characters we have now, that's the thing. Yeah. Is like, n- well, no, this is positive. The characters we have that are part of the team, mm-hmm. like they're all good. Yeah, like they're not like there's nobody that I'm just like I don't like that character. And back in the other thing, like everybody loved Holly. Hey guys, I'm Holly. I'm gonna come back. I hope Holly <laughs> comes back this season. You want me to take my shirt off? <laughs> um, but I liked uh, I liked the the son, the werewolf son guy, but they killed him off. Um, yeah, they. But like. Uh, that's the I thing. Mean, is Jake like, is cool. I just wish they'd use them better. Like that's the thing. Is like because because right now you have this stupid storyline with them like suspecting Ichabod in the conclave, and they're like, "Look at this! Like the next Ichabod Crane wasn't until two hundred yeah. years later." It's like, why don't they just like find out about it? And why, or why don't we have like a side story that's not just them talking to each other? Maybe it's the side story of like them placing little, like, breadcrumbs of things to see if Ichabod will comment on it and, yeah. like, trace his reaction. Because to they know did th- do a little research today. I mean, not today, on this episode, sorry. So they did do a little research and they showed it, you know? But I'd like to see, like, more of a funny thing. Like, because they are the quirky characters, mm-hmm. so let's have them leave out some artifact from 200 years ago and, like, see how he reacts and, like, confront him at the end of the episode and him just being like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, in a, I don't know. I died... There was the spell thing, my wife, she, and then I woke up, and here I am. They just, the characters, they're putting them in too serious of situations right now when they're obviously not serious characters. Yeah. So keep the serious storylines, but then have those characters be more quirky. Bring and some not, levity. Because and... it felt more like, uh, what's-her-face, um, why am I, Alex. It felt mm-hmm. more like Alex was, like, distrusting of Ichabod as opposed to, like, yeah. trusts him but just wants to figure it out. It didn't feel inquisitive. It felt yeah, distrusting. It fe- yeah, it felt like she's, like, you know, he's, I'm not going to accept him as a team member because I don't I it, don't like him. I, there's something weird about him. What it felt like is, like, the fir- when she says that, the first thing I'm thinking about is, like, oh, my God, please don't make her a character that, like, to try to out him puts him in danger and then we get stupid false suspense oh. of her him put her putting him in danger. Like that's what I don't want to see. I don't oh, want to see yeah. the damn Zach from the strain again with the things attacking him and the guy getting killed. I don't want to see that again. Yeah. I just want them to find out and then move and like on. but like find out in a fun way and get on with it. Uh there were a few scenes to think about that were really good this episode. Um I'm trying to remember what it was. It wasn't the character building in the truck with Thomas. I know it wasn't that. Um, when they were like just riding around and she was like telling him about her past, I was like, it just seemed like, man, are we going to do all of our character building in the truck? <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't think that's funny though, because he's, he went from like not understanding cars to being like having, having a complete conversation and she like asks him something and she's like, 
Uh, like, that's a good answer to a question. And then she yeah. does the same thing. I mean, it kind of... They're bonding well. Yeah. So, okay. So these are all the good things. Like, some of the character development... Okay, so we're... Here we go. <laughs> how far into this are we right now, Mark? Let's see, we got... Oh, no. We're 20 minutes in. Okay, all so right. we, were, we were positive-ish for 20 minutes. Yeah. All right. Problems. Pacing. What the fuck? <laughs> like, this season's pacing is just fucked. I, like, I, I have no... I, like, I was literally watching this episode like, holy shit, we've moved so far forward with an hour of content, but only two things happened. But, yeah. like, all these character things, like, she's already talking again. Yeah. They tell her, tell us she's the witness when, like, it took seasons for just one simple yeah. answer. Well, they haven't, they haven't told the daughter she's the witness yet. They were going to tell her, and they decided not to. They were sitting outside the house. But so, even then, like, we get... Okay, let's go to the witches. Yeah. The most weirdest fucking storyline. I'm sorry, Monster of the Week, but this was weird, okay? So you have witches... Fast. You have witness, witches that we've never seen before in the show, mm-hmm. right? You know, this never scene... Never, ever. This first scene might have been more forgivable if we were introduced to them maybe an episode or maybe last season or something. We've seen these characters before, but I'm sorry. We have these three witness, witches that we're introduced to that... Look like they just bought a costume at Hot Topic. It does. They, they look like goth girls pretending to be witches. So I had a hard time even believing they that they're were real witches. Introduced and then turned on each other in the same scene. That's what I'm like, saying. That was fast. Like they give history. Like we've been guarding this for 300 years. Yeah. I trusted you, and they're not even going to ask why. They're just going to immediately they cut just her tongue and kill her. Aside. And I mean, yes, they can see lies, so they could see that they're they the third witch lied, but. Just to like fall in line with Dreyfus and just be like, okay, we're gonna kill, you know, the the our sister or our, you know, they're coven, sisters. Yeah, our coven, they're literally yeah. sisters. They've so, been alive together for three hundred years. For them to kill her so fast, I'm like, man, loyalty is not what's up in the witch world. Like, it's like if you're a witch or you're in the coven, yo, watch yourself because loyalty is not what's up. It's not happening. <laughs> but it should be. Yeah, it because should. All 300 they, years is history. Not even that, but the first three seasons of the show were all about Katrina and the witches like yes. being so inseparably bonded. And now these witches are all like, bitch. It's like, you lied to us. Well, you're going to have to die. And just <laughs> One lie better cut out your tongue and then torture you and, and then kill you and throw your body out. And then after that, leaving the house and immediately going on a killing spree. Like... Like, they did not take time to, like, maybe enjoy some of the sights of D- of D.C., which, as someone who's from Virginia, there are wonderful things to see in, you know, the District of Columbia, which is, if you're there, check it out. But they just went and just started killing people. Just, just started killing people. And they were like, yeah, we're glad we're out. And I'm like, you, don't you remember what happened in Salem or whatever? Like, you guys mentioned that. Don't you want to kind of keep a low profile? They just felt dumb. They felt so dumb. Like, I, like literally, I was like, okay, we're introduced to this main witch really quickly. And I'm like, yeah. this is a cool character. Yeah. I'm like, cool, we got a witch. She's going to be around for a while. She worked with fucking George Washington. Yeah. She made deals with the government back then, revealed traitors to them. She was making all these deals, right? So they're sisters. They have a pact. They've been around for 300 years. They should be intelligent. Yeah. But then the next thing they do, kill their sister for... Some random guy they don't even know that they yeah, apparently don't Luther. trust. Get a dagger that they just keep on the mantelpiece. Like, they're like, oh, we've been guarding this thing for 300 years, but you can have it for here, this dagger that we're just going to toss on a table over here and not use. 
Like, why was the dagger just sitting out? I thought they were going to use the dagger. Dreyfus apparently has some very good convincing skills or something. I don't know. Because maybe off camera he had met with those witches multiple times. But from what we know from the show, he's met them that day and got them to turn on their sister and give him the knife, like, super fast. Yeah, it was just really, really weird. It was just a really quickly thought Monster of the Week thing that was lame. Because the yeah. worst thing is, is those witches, if they were smarter, could have been well-developed characters throughout the season. Yeah, or and that's what I was that, thinking. Or things that we could come back to, or something. But just, I don't know, it was really... When, I was, like, on board with them doing the weird spell on her to, like, punish her. Yeah. But when it showed that they killed her, I was like, wait, really? Well... I was, and then and they go to the bar, and the guys hit on them, and of course it's like yeah. men are just like they were back in the day. Oh, let me just have the tongues ripped out. Yes, in the now, middle of a bar now, with my blue hand. To what I was saying, yeah. When you're when you're in a bar and your hand starts glowing blue or purple or whatever it was, no one noticed. Then the two guys they got veiny and stuff on their face, and they turn like purple or whatever, and they died. Nobody seemed to care, like. I expected, like, you know, pandemonium or people screaming some calamity. Like, people are like, oh, my God. And, like, nothing. Even when they came to the scene after uh, with Crane and um, Thomas, there weren't... I would have liked to see one person getting questioned. Like, I couldn't believe it. These guys just fell out or something. You know, something. Like, and I mean, I'm, I'd hate to reference this, but, I mean, give us something like that that you would see, like, say, at SVU. You get, like, the one person on the scene. You know, they ask a couple questions, see what's going on. You know, something to, t- to me, something to show me that people at the bar actually noticed the two guys dropped dead in the, while they were eating a sandwich. Like, nothing just... Just nothing. They just killed the guys and left. They killed the guys, left. It obviously, apparently, nobody wants to stop murderers or anything. Um, and the bartender's probably like, "Oh, I guess people do that at my bar all the time." Yeah. <laughs> like, like where's? I mean, where's? Like, where's that bar set? I don't know what part of DC that's in. I do have to say <laughs> the the image. They did a good job with the imagery being pretty disturbing. Of like your tongue turning into a snake and then just yeah. crawling out of your mouth. Yeah, and then, that was cool. And then it makes sense with the past when. They find the guy who had lied about being a spy and all that stuff, and his mouth's covered up because they had done that to him. Yeah. So that makes sense. That was cool. Um, yeah, the flashback kinda, was really cool. And it led into them finding about uh, the treachery of Benedict Arnold. Yeah. So, I mean, the past tied in well a lot yeah. better than last episode. Yes. Um, which was cool. I just... And that flashback was really, was very uh, Sleepy Hollow-ish. You know, the flashback that we got this episode was very Sleepy Hollow-ish, where it was like, okay, cool, I'm comfortable with this. This is where this is like some Sleepy Hollow standard type of stuff. But then we go with the rest witch thing, which I was thinking, oh, he's meeting these witches to get like a like a um, like a pack together. Like, oh, okay, I got my demon guy. Now I got my witches, and you know, I'm gonna put this stuff together. And that was not the case. I just think it's- that like. Somebody in the chat said, um, Stephen, I think you have to let go of the past seasons. I want to, and this is supposed to be a fresh reboot, but one, they're making the same mistakes with characters that they made in season two and three. Yeah. They are referencing so much from the previous seasons that I thought they would just leave in the behind so they could move forward. And they're constantly bringing me back to that, to those seasons. Like, they're, like, that's the thing is, like, they could have, 
gone with this whole FBI thing and made it a different show and had the lab techs and had the new partner and, and just had not the, call it Sleepy Hollow or maybe or even call, call it Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow, Hollow DC but or something like that. Call it Sleepy know? Hollow but have a more X-Files feel to it. They yeah. could have done that, but they decided to say, fuck the FBI story. We're going to move past that and have it. That's what it's weird because it's like, I wanted to start fresh. And those, it's, but those it characters disappeared. Like, they don't even exist anymore. It, like, they just. It doesn't feel like a fresh start. The show just feels like. It feels like season four of Sleepy Hollow, which is what it is. But it's just. Why are they keep reminding us of Abby? It's like, we yeah. know that you killed Abby off. We I, are aware of that. You're looking for the other witness. Great. I think it's a, I think it's a way of them trying to have their cake and eat it too. They're like, okay, we want to do some new stuff, but we still want headless. We want to do some new stuff and forget about everything old, but we still want to bring uh, uh, Crane's son back. You know, and I can't think of his name right now. It escapes me. But, you know, like we want to bring him back. And, you know, we want to do some new stuff and forget, forget everything else, but we want to bring Jenny back too. And she can save the day in the first episode. Like, it's... You gotta, you know, you can't say this is a new show, but then keep bringing us stuff that reminds us of better times. Well, like, not even better times. It's just like, okay, we're in DC now, right? Mm-hmm. Let the DC team develop themselves and then bring in old characters. Yeah. Like maybe we can see somebody from the old show, not in episodes one and two, but maybe in episode seven and eight. And then we're like, oh, okay, so, you know, they kind of, the you know, Crane, you know, emailed him or something and I don't know the email but you know he he contacted them and they came down here and you know they're going to help out on a couple cases you know because maybe Dreyfus you know did something in Sleepy Hollow or they got to go to Sleepy Hollow to help Jenny out or something you know but it, they just keep reminding us of Abby you know every episode they have Jenny here every episode and it doesn't seem like Jenny's going anywhere which I don't mind I like Jenny Jenny's cool but if you're gonna, like you say, if you're gonna have something completely brand new, which it's kind of like you're trying to do, but then you want to like weave in the old stuff. I just think it's funny that they moved it out of Sleepy Hollow just to have everyone like relocate to DC. <laughs> like you have like headless, like don't forget about me. <laughs> I'm coming like, down there, guys. No, I'm coming down. I'm, like, I'm on gonna, my way. Are we gonna get a scene of like any character that they bring back from past seasons, like walking down the highway, like with a 200 miles sign? Like it just shows oh, headless. Man. Then it shows Harry, Henry Parrish with like the yeah. the homeless person, like the uh, little stick, like the stick with the white the bag. Sign. It's just that same scene with the truck driver and them walking past the sign. <laughs> it's like a new truck driver every new time. Characters. It's just oh, a montage. Of everyone. And then and then show like maybe season ten or I mean episode ten or something. Show like Sleepy Hollow like news and stuff like Sleepy Hollow's been a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> the, last, right? the last few months has been Sleepy Hollow's been great. No, looks like Ichabod, no mysterious deaths. <laughs> Ichabod Crane left and everything's back. Yeah, everything's cool you know no mysterious deaths no you know ghost sightings like man sleepy hollow is a wonderful place to be you just see the 200 mile sign and then out from behind it like orlando uh orlando jones looks around and like god damn it <laughs> he starts walking towards dc oh man another another great character that <sighs> they keep yeah. reminding but you know what we can keep reminding you of is itunes if you guys yes. want to support the show we give it up to you guys every week for free mm-hmm you know, Michael charges usually three hundred dollars an hour, but he's doing these shows for free. You yes. know, I, yes. my going rate's fifteen hundred uh, <laughs> for after shows, and I do it for free. And do you know, for free. one of the ways that you guys can support us here is by going to iTunes, leaving us a five star rating and a comment, and telling us what you think of the show. Of course, I'll always shout out you guys in the live chat, like Charmed Originally, Amy Gonzalez, Jacob Alberts, Lisa Payne, Jerico, and Michael B. and Boo Sixty Nine Bs. All you folks in the chat. Oh yeah. But, 
the people who do it on iTunes get a little special place in my heart. And the one today is Scandal Fan Nick Pat. Ooh. All right. Who gave five stars and said valiant effort. Um, <laughs> his comment, I am one of the never again Sleepy Hollow X fans. Oh. But I loved your show last and I was entertained again with this episode of AfterBuzz. Thank you for taking the bullet of watching the show this season and also doing the first Sleepington Abbey that I've thoroughly enjoyed ever in Sleepington Abbey history. Oh, man. Kudos. Come on, there's been some great Sleepington Abbeys. There have been some great Sleepington Abbeys, man. He's like, ever. Oh, man. That's cold. That's so cold. please uh, also hit that thumbs up if you're enjoying the video and yes. make sure you comment after this stream is over, because your comments during the live stream don't get saved, so we can't reply to them. Yeah. Um, but those thumbs up do help. We got 34 people watching right now, so welcome yeah. back to the show, guys. I'm glad, up, guys? I'm glad you're watching. Um, of course, we tape this Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for our commentary on Fridays, tweet at us, but I usually don't watch the show until Sunday, because I want to be fresh. Yeah. And I usually check it out on Friday. So, and if I have too much you know. time to stew on something, then... I don't think we'd get 20 minutes of positivity. Oh. That goes, well, that goes with anything. I check it out on Friday most of the time, guys. You can always hit me up after the West Coast stream or West Coast, you know, broadcast. And, you know, I'm up to talk about it. You know, it might not be all good, but, you know. Lisa Payne in the chat says maybe the first four episodes are about closing holes and loose ends. So going forward, it will be the fresh start. Um, here's my thing, though, is we're going to be eight episodes in and you're going to be like maybe – uh, these first ten episodes are going to be closing holes and loose ends. So, and then we'll also be like, you know, the story's doing pretty good. I really hope that they don't fail in the last three episodes. And then on the thirteenth episode, we're going to be like, oh man. Well, here's as of this episode that just passed. Um, I think this show is good enough to probably be renewed. But that's the problem. It's I think they're shooting for a show that's like good enough, and it's. It's like your generic, like you said, generic, or it's like your basic show. It's kind of like your run-of-the-mill action team show that we get now with, like, you know, like uh, Flash Arrow, Agent Shield, stuff like that. And I think it's good enough. Like, people, like, I think passively watch it, but I don't think the fandom is as excited as they were when the first season happened. And I think now they're kind of, like, skating by on how good they used to be. The problem is, is the first season was world building. Yeah. And the second season was just killing everyone. And the third season was just killing everyone. And now this fourth season just looks like it's killing everyone. The problem is, is they create these cool characters and then they kill them. It's... Like yeah, literally, it, look at look at look at this, Mike. Let me throw some. Let me pitch you something, right? Yeah, because you're. Oh, let man. me throw you something. We're gonna create. We're gonna bring back witches. So we know that Katrina wasn't the only witch. There was a coven in DC. Mm-hmm. We got these three witches. They've been around for three hundred years. They worked with Washington. Yep. Get this, all right? So they're gonna be witches, and then they're gonna betray one of their own because of Dreyfus. And then going after Ichabod and Abby because Ichabod or not Ichabod and Abby, Ichabod and, and Thomas. Thomas. Because they had a night on the town killing people, they're going to come to realize that Dreyfus screwed them over and they betrayed their sister for nothing. So then they become allies 
of Ichabod, and then later in the season, they actually have another resource out there with the witches that can bring in more characters and actually be helpful at times, but they still have a weird thing because they killed people in town, and that way we get some drama between Diane and Ichabod because they're not arresting these witches because they yeah. can't prove that they kill these people. It's like... Oh my god, you have a world. You have characters who are living yeah. a life outside of this. You, you know, have this going on. We got on. some people in some gray areas and stuff like nope, that. No, let's, let's take our world building, introduce three characters that could be interesting, have two of them kill the other one, which leaves a body, and then have the other two die randomly at the end of the episode that disintegrate because apparently when witches die, they disintegrate, except for the one that they killed in the beginning except of the show. Except for the that one that they bo- killed and left the Is body. Is every creature just going to turn into, like, dust this season? It's like, <sighs> stop killing... <laughs> Interesting characters. Because, I, like I said, I did think he was going to be like, okay, I thought he was going to the witches to create like a like a pact with them. Like, okay, I got my demon guy or my, I don't know, monster glowing eyes guy. And now I got my witches. You know, I'm getting my, my evil crew. I'm getting my, you know, I'm getting my, I don't know, the Injustice League together. What up, DC? But I'm, like, I'm getting my crew together of bad guys. And I was just like, uh, okay, I guess that's not where they're going with but this. But even, even the witches, like, Okay, they're 300 years old. They're mm-hmm. old, but witches live a long time, right? Yes. It, they have an infernal machine at their house that lets them make their house be glamoured at all times and then be glamoured at all times, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. But why is it that the, when the infernal machine is broken, they lose all their powers and randomly die? And are, like, They didn't really explain that part. They just It's like the machine was said that it gives the house its glamour. It wasn't saying yeah. that it gives them all their powers. So then why are they suddenly weak when the machine... It's like, oh my god, my house is seen! Ah! Yeah, they didn't really explain that. I think they needed... This is something that happens in a lot of Supernatural shows. They have this, like, out-of-the-blue MacGuffin, and, <laughs> and it just fixes everything. And it would have been cool to see them struggle in another way. Like, okay, the glamour's gone, and their and the house's glamour is gone, and their glamour is gone. But you still have to fight these strong witches. I just think it would have been so much more powerful for the sisters to realize that they were duped by Dreyfus. Yeah, and then feel bad, have a moment of feeling bad for killing their sister over this guy. And then Ichabod's like, "We can work together." And then they say, "No, we're going to handle this them ourselves." And then you have this other. Thing yeah, happening like this third party that like that's... you don't even have to as the viewer be aware of for eight episodes. They can just come out of the blue and attack Dreyfus, which screws up Ichabod's plan or something. Yeah. But it's just something or so something... we know that the world is moving outside that, of these characters. That also deepens Dreyfus's character because that gives Dreyfus something else to deal with. Because right now Dreyfus is kind of like like you say he's like this unstoppable like Lex Luthor. He's Steve Jobs, Lex Luthor, any you know eccentric rich rebel billionaire that kind of really doesn't have anything in his way. But if you have something otherworldly like the two witches working together, maybe they know other witches too. They can cast spells from afar, all kinds of stuff. Now him and the devil or the demon guy, whatever, have different stuff to worry about than just getting these pieces. And then you can have you. You could essentially have like a piece of an episode dedicated to him, like trying to figure out who's put a hex on him and then finding out, oh, man, this is a loose end that I have to deal with or something like that. And then it just makes it gives the show more to do. Well, it, just... it gives it more if Dreyfus thinks that he's unleashing these evils and Ichabod's taking care of them. Yeah. Because he thinks he's killing them all. It'd be more interesting if Ichabod's turning them against him without him knowing. Hmm. Okay. But it's just going so quick and there's no backstory and there's no I don't know. It's just Next week on, <laughs> on Sleepy Hollow. Uh prospects of getting better. 
hopefully. Uh, Dreyfus should probably take a back seat. We'll get some Terminator stuff, you know, maybe. Because this episode, like we said, it's starting to get bad. <laughs> it's starting because, like every, like you said, everything else, I don't disagree. There's the the bully stuff was too fast. The witch stuff was too fast. Dreyfus stuff was kind of okay, but once again, we didn't really get to see him being evil. It was more just talking being evil. Um, and once again, Cisco and Caitlin, Jake and Alex, you know, Cisco and Caitlin kind of didn't really do much. Yeah. I would like to see them effectively help the team and be like a part of the team. Like Alex builds something cool and, you know, uh, Jake study something sweet. And then, you know, Thomas used they just something, got, they you know, got through in there. Like they got through onto the team without proving their worth yet. Yeah. And that was the thing. Like last seasons, we built the team. Mm-hmm. We built it with the son of the guy. Jenny's related to Abby. I mean, it mm-hmm. made sense. But now these guys just get thrown on. They're getting... Even Jenny and Abby's beef at first. Because remember when they were young, you know, Abby pretended like, oh, I don't see these ghosts and stuff. You know, my sister's just playing or she's lying or whatever. Yeah. So they even had to repair their relationship. You know, this Man, this... Yeah. I don't know. Well... Um, <laughs> so, do you have the uh, Downton Abbey theme queued up there, Mark? <laughs> we're taking another trip into Sleepington Abbey. Yes. What was most scandalous today for you, Michael Young? What was most scandalous is that the school that Molly attends has a no-bullying policy, and I saw two girls bullying Molly. Oh, most scandalous indeed. Most scandalous. I heard that the Nick got picked up by the draft, and it's a good sporting thing. Oh, most scandalous. So scandalous. I found that there were two wits. Two witches having it out on the town and killing young suitors. Oh, most scandalous. Most scandalous. I heard that the two suitors were actually cheating on their wives and children, though. So they deserve to die. Most scandalous indeed. Yes, they did. Most scandalous. Most scandalous. I found that Dreyfus is not only amassing power, but also turning the coven on themselves. Oh, most scandalous most, indeed. Most scandalous. I went to Dreyfus's house, and mm-hmm. I viewed his art gallery, and the lighting in there was just atrocious. Mm, it's just atrocious. So most scandalous. scandalous. Indeed. Uh, what's one more? Uh. <laughs> <coughs> 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 All right. <clears throat> I heard that we're still doing this after show. I heard that Ichabod was going into prophetic dreams only to find out who was the next witness, but not to find out who may actually be able to stop Dreyfus. Wasting time like that is most scandalous. I heard Ichabod spent an entire night dreaming about a little girl. Hmm. Most scandalous. Scandalous. (laughs) All right, that's it. No more. All right, next week, maybe. (laughs) Next week. We'll be back. Where can we find you on Twitter, Michael Young? All right, you can find me on Twitter at one youngster, which is O N E Y O U N G S T A. And you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S T P H E N L E M I E O X. Again, please hit that thumbs up, leave a comment on the video after we've ended the stream. Go to iTunes, rate us five stars, leave us a comment. Yeah. yeah. And we'll be back for Sleepy Hollow Season 4, Episode 3. Whew, it's going to be tough. Pray but we're for make us, it. everybody. Have a yes. great night, and we'll see you next week. 
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. It's a witch house. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.